welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Bell on the drums and Bean. Tis Friday, Frank, and yes, Washington and everywhere else in the world is in chaos, but that's okay. We're here to make you laugh about it. <laughs> exactly, because what's to be said about a place that's designed to do this now? We, um, yesterday on the Side of Bean show, I played a, uh, like, it's almost like a bespoke song. It was a guy on a banjo in, like, an old tailor's shop. And the, the name of the song is I've Got No More Fucks to Give. Oh, yes. <laughs> You've heard it? I've no more fucks to give. Yes. My, fucks, my fucks are running dry. I yes. tre- Yeah, it's just... It- and, and it's also the best performance he's ever made of that. Because I've seen other other times he's, he's, he's uh, performed it and... There's nothing like the first time. It was awesome. Um, yeah, so let's before we get into the serious stuff, can we talk about Joe Biden's chin for a minute? The the mask cloning double conversation has been running wild lately because of the ball chin. It's it's and not just the chin though, it's the it's the neck. It's like the neck is crooked and hanging crooked. It's, it's like, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm always down. Like I said, I said this on the show, my show two days ago, I'm always down for replacement theories. Yeah. I, I've had many sto- uh, shows and calls about cloning facilities, Hollywood, you know, the uh, elite breeding programs and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm, I never dismiss it. I think that uh, there's, there's probably far more there than people think. And, um, but you know, it, it's really just a mental incapacitation that, uh, for me, that is too consistent. Like if Joe Biden, he does look different. He he does. I mean, there's a lot of people that just don't. I mean, things are changing. That you know, a, a human face when you get old. I mean, it yes, it becomes drawn. It sags. The ears. You, I mean, our ears get continue to grow as we get older. Have you ever I noticed mean, that? Like people, yeah. I always talk about how people's heads are bigger. When they're older, like John Travolta and Alex Baldwin, their heads increased in size like 75 times. Somebody in the chat, Freebie411, says his balls finally dropped. <laughs> yeah, his testicles finally dropped. They were in his Into chin his the chin. whole time. It's interesting to see. I mean, look at, we have up on the screen right now, what's his face, the idiot? Uh, what's his name? Damn it. Somebody tell me. Look at the screen. I'm waiting. It didn't Wait, I'm waiting yet. for the... Uh... Come it's on. still lagging. Hold on. Oh, oh, John Kirby. Yes. His damn face. But like, seriously, look at his, look at his, they have him in this pull-up, zippered all the way up to the top as far as it can go. And his neck skin is like hanging over the top of it. This There was a uh, a video on here that really got me because it's true what they can do with, here it is. Let's watch this for a second. No sound. No sound, but it's a, it's a chick. I don't know whose mask she's wearing. I don't know who this is. It's a celebrity. But you're seeing her. She's sitting there. It's very weird. Very strange. She pulls out her prosthetics and then just pulls this mask off. And That's, what, that's what's her name from uh, Harry Potter. Yes, no? yes. But it's not. The only thing is the hair disappears from the top. Damn. Of it, I, thought, so. I thought we were about to get some boobs. Well, barely. It went all the way down, though. Get out of town. The hair is missing from it when she holds it up, so I don't know how real this is. 
It looks like CGI to me. I mean, she takes it off. No, no, that's a deep fake. It's yeah, it's fake because look, the hair disappears. But that's not. I mean, that's not so far out of the realm of possibility to be honest. Go back to the go back to the cleavage shot again. I know that they're fake, but still, it was nice. Well, there's no. Uh, That is not. That is not. That that was that was CGI. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Look. There you go, Frank. Yeah, I'm gonna make it full screen for you. Oh, thank God. Here you go for all the men out there. It's Friday. Thank you for giving us fake party city boobs for are a you wearing moments. your pants me yes yes all right yes let me let me show you what's on the uh what's on the uh-oh frank's standing today. up hold on hold on i'm wearing my yes cacao shirt topped off by a pair of champion black sweat yes pants. old school baby model turn yes. around turn around yes there you go <laughs> spread Spread the lats. <laughs> you got to put on a pair of Lululemons next time you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be in an LL Bean uh, catalog this time next year because of that. You watch. Put on. Spread those. You got to put on Lululemons or a pair of Spanx. We're gonna get you a pair. What size are you? Uh, what 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 are those uh, shoes? Spanx started out as like the basically the shape the shapers for women. They got a little bit of a belly they want to suck in. And now, oh, now oh, all of oh. a sudden, you can you can be like 400 pounds, want to put yourself into a little pencil skirt and, and put one of these things on. And I don't know where they push it all, but it goes somewhere, okay? Yeah, you know, I, I, I've i seen that. And they're, isn't that pretty much like, uh, they're just new age, less uh, abrasive girdles, right? Yes. But now they have a whole line. They have jumpsuits, they have pants, they have all kinds of stuff. So... The reason why I'm telling you Spanx is because it will define the structure of your glutes. Do you think that I need glute structure from? No, no, no. But people will be able to see it, Frank. People will be able to see it because they're so tight. That's just a matter of what I'm wearing. But that's not on the outside. You're talking about that's an undergarment. Yeah, but you no, they have pants now. Like they have actual pants. Oh. And like. Well, you know, I have. I mean, these are cheap. Pants. You the, don't have the, any the, tight pants the, that you walk around the, in. I don't have no. I don't. I don't have tight that's, pants. That's but you know, every once in a while, you know, my my jeans they're they're slim fit. So every once in a while, I mean, any kind of good dress. If I'm going out, like it's a good dressy night, either the jeans or my you know dress pants or something like that. You know, I've got a little rump. <laughs> I could. Uh, I, I, there's there's just you know there's something there. Women. But Frank has well, a rump, but he's married. Well, <laughs> if you work, uh, you work it. You work it, I, you know, genetics is only half the battle. You gotta, you gotta shape that thing, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell and you, it, I don't work my, I don't do the squats and all that. And I have a pretty nice rump myself just by pure nature of the. You want, here's the thing. The shape is nothing compared to the, the functionality. Your glutes, <laughs> you have got to work them and not the maximus, the medius. Uh, I mean, you've got to work them or else your whole, your entire body is going to fall apart. It's the center it, it's the nucleus of everything. I mean, you have to. Well, um, I mean, I do it yeah. organically, I guess, very often. They're not yeah. like dead. They're there. You want to know the Holy. crazy thing? Listen to this before we get into the actual bullshit that's going on in the world. I fell down the stairs several years back, like on my butt, just. Mm. And there's a dent that is still visible <laughs> in my muscles. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes, it bruised so, immediately. 
I have photos in, of it. There's like there's an indentation. Yes. Yes. Wow. Pretty crazy fall. I have to find the pictures of it. I have pictures. I, I pulled down my 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 pants and I took a picture because it bruised like literally five minutes after. It was blue and it was crazy. Bad fall. Lauren had a pretty bad fall on uh, on uh, staircase in like two thousand eight. Um, probably would have been it. better. If, probably would have been better if she fell on her her butt. Um, but she that she got it right to the middle of the back. <laughs> I went so, down like a carpet. Mm, that's a, it's, it's, it's rough. Yeah. That stuff is rough. Falling is rough. And you fall a lot more if you don't have your balance, your core, which is why <laughs> work your glutes. Everybody work your glutes. Or you fall if you're a klutz like I am and you slipped on your socks on the slippery, just freshly painted white stairs that you were trying to show your friends. Oh, geez. There's some more boobs for everyone. All right. Well, look, we've got the speaker battle going on. But before we get to the speaker, I want to talk about the Sydney Powell thing that happened yesterday because there's a Yes. Thank you. Because I've been seeing this that she uh, she flipped. She flipped. She's pled guilty and she's coming. I don't I don't understand any of this stuff. All I understand is that in the situation that people are in against this justice system, that pleading guilty is obviously a a strategy and People are just trying to save their lives at this point. But what what are they giving up? What does this all mean? Well, okay. So I agree with you. And I want people to have some grace here before they jump to conclusions. It's very important. Now, let's just say to assume she flipped would mean that there had to have been a crime committed, Frank. Right. Did anybody commit a crime in Georgia that we know of? I don't think so. I don't think anybody did. Right. I, I really don't. I, honestly, I don't believe anybody did. So whatever she's going to, quote, flip on, she can't invent things out of thin air. Remember, this is the woman. Say what you'd like about her. A lot of people are frustrated about what happened in 2020 with the Kraken and all of that. Fine. Put that to the side for a second. But say what you'd like. This is the woman that convinced General Flynn to revoke his plea. Do you think that she would have pled if there wasn't damn good reason for her to do it? The entire weight of the, uh, there is no universe in which this wouldn't have cost her millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars for what? At some point, you have to look out for your own self-interest. You have to, at some point. She took a plea to a, to misdemeanor. They, they dropped all the felonies. They dropped the RICO, which means that if she was going to stand in front, if she was, they had no case. That's what comes out of all this, honestly, is that I don't think they really have any case and her pleading. Jonathan Turley, the plea of Sidney Powell to six misdemeanors will allow her to avoid jail and only face minor fines. It's like $6,000 or something. What What were the misdemeanors, though? Uh, they were. Um, they dropped all seven felonies. I'm looking for the misdemeanors. I don't I don't have them in front of me. Hold on, let me see if, if Techno's got them in here. Um, no, I don't see them. It's it's um, something about interference and in public proceedings. It's just, it's basic nonsense misdemeanors. I have to find them. I'm sorry, I don't have them ready. I should. Okay. Um, but um, she, so, so there are small fines involved with this stuff. Let's see if, if Solomon has it. Reduce charges, they say. 
I watched the hearing. They tried to take her right to own a firearm away from her in the hearing. And the judge even stepped in and was like, I don't know about that. These are misdemeanor charges. Like, you can't first time offender misdemeanor charges. Um, but they dropped all the felony counts. They dropped conspiracy to commit international uh, intentional interference with performance of election duties. Conspiracy to commit... Um, Oh, it's, it was six, six of those counts. They dropped them all. They dropped them all. She pled guilty to six misdemeanors. And unless this is them, the six misdemeanors that she pled guilty to. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, okay. Well, you keep going. I'm going to go do some searches for it. it. I think this is it right here. Let me see. Yeah, this is it. She pled guilty to six counts of conspiracy to commit intentional interference with performance of election duties. That's a misdemeanor? Yes. That sounds very serious. Yeah. So she and part of that plea deal is that she has to testify if called against whoever the DA wants her to testify for. But what was the action that that constitutes that that constitutes that I don't know label? Was it just because she was insistent that the election was not legitimate? It, and no, it was her work with the people in certain counties that got the computer equipment without quote permission to do those audits and things on it was nonsense because those people that ran those offices allowed it so there's it's a bullshit case from the beginning just bullshit mm. but here's what techno says Sidney Powell accepted a plea agreement from the Fulton County District Attorney pleading to six counts of conspiracy to commit international, I was right there, intentional interference with performance of election duties. These are all misdemeanors. She faces six years of probation, a $6,000 fine, and $2,700 in restitution. Call that a win for the defense. Here's why. Powell was indicted with seven felony counts. One of them, Rico. These charges are felonies that carry heavy penalties. A conviction under the RICO statute requires a punishment of between 5 and 20 years in prison. That gets us to the second point, the risk of conviction. Let me start by saying, says Techno, that I believe Powell is innocent, that there was no RICO conspiracy by her or anyone else, that the indictment along with the overt acts and furtherance of the conspiracy is a joke. That this case never should have been brought, that it criminalizes political conduct, but I'm not a Fulton County juror and you probably aren't either. When the cases go to trial, at this moment, no one knows if Kenneth Chesbrough will be offered or accept a plea deal or go to trial on the 23rd. The defendants will face a jury pool that is approximately 75% Democrat and 25% Republican. The jurors will salivate at the chance to convict anyone associated with Trump. We've seen it in D.C. We've seen it with the anti-Trump activists who lied to get on the Roger Stone jury. They're not concerned about justice. For them, this is political. The Fulton County DA knows that and probably threatened the excessively long trial to increase the pressure on Powell and Chesbro, the only two defendants who demanded a speedy trial to accept a plea deal. It's just another example of unethical conduct of the zealous, zealous Fulton County prosecutors who have engaged in very public evils from withholding exculpatory evidence from the grand jury to lying about Georgia law to the trial judge. The deal also shows that Fulton County prosecutors don't want to go to trial right now. Spending four months in the courtroom and presenting hundreds of witnesses would only help defend the defense of Donald Trump. There would be no surprises at Trump's trial. All the witnesses would be on record. The weakness of the prosecution would be exposed. So with all those factors at play, it's no surprise that a misdemeanor plea deal might be the best option. This is true even when you are innocent. Principle is great, but the system does not work for the innocent. So as far as what she 
she didn't exchange anything. There's no information to be exchanged. She just that she was offered a general. I considering what what could have been. She was offered a plea deal negotiated by her her defense that they seemed generous enough for her to just put this all behind her. She didn't actually give anything. Up. No, I mean, what's there to give? No, exactly. And okay. that's what people. So then have... all the headlines about her flipping is just. It's okay. just nonsense and and hoopla and and so. Techno goes into this now. He says, this gets us to another important matter. Accusations Powell's now cooperating against Trump. Tim Pool said Powell would, quote, blame Trump for everything. And then Ellie Honig, as per Techno, the most obtuse legal commentator on cable news, called this a big breakthrough for prosecutors. First of all, many of the, the people talking about this are claiming wrongfully that Powell has no choice but to implicate Trump in the RICO. Those predictions defy the fact that she didn't plead guilty to the principal charged against Trump, the RICO conspiracy. She didn't admit that she was part of a criminal enterprise with Trump to unlawfully change the results of the election. She didn't admit that she conspired to violate Georgia's RICO statute with him or anyone else. Instead, her plea is narrow and relates only to conduct that occurred in Coffee County where she got those voting machines and the software that we talked about earlier. Gotcha. So everybody that automatically emotionally reacts to stuff like this. First of all, I ask that you put yourself in this person's shoes. Secondly, I ask that you look at the facts instead of the conjecture that people wave in front of you to get you to react emotionally. And whatever your thoughts about Sidney Powell are, whether you respect her or you think that she's made mistakes and you don't, don't come after this poor woman with a barrage of hate. It's just, not, it's useless. It's useless. So that's the Sydney Powell. That's pretty much what I thought it would be. I didn't have the details, but I, after all this time, seeing this stuff play out time and time again, uh, and knowing what little we do about each individual character, like Sydney Powell. I mean, man, I, 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 I followed it. I followed her every, everywhere for for a while, and of course, since she dropped off for obvious reasons. But I don't know. The it whole just, you the see whole, this the whole thing with her. People are saying, like someone in the chat said, she needs to tell us who fed her BS info. The flood and funnel of information that was coming in after 2020 election was overwhelming. It was coming from everywhere. It was coming through people who vouched for the people bringing it. There was not enough time in the day to vet everything that they were being thrown with. And there were many mistakes made. No what doubt. In particular was, what in particular was BS? That, that that she that she stood by vociferously and uh became verifiable bs i think i don't think that anything became verifiable bs i think that a, well a few things did but i think that a lot of it was just very light concentrated too much on machine fraud and what the companies were doing in other countries and things like that and less on more solid ways that the left stole the election in 2020. And so she went down more of the conspiratorial path without the proper ability to really thoroughly vet things that were going on. And and when everything you know was you thought was true was a lie, you'll believe people that people you trust are bringing to you and saying, this person knows what they're talking about. Here's their credentials. But if that person lied about their credentials and because you're so overwhelmed and trying to save the country, you're you're not checking their credentials and you're just throwing things into things because you're like, let's get this in there. There's such an overwhelming... 
bad moves. No one could argue that. Bad moves. But just when you're being thrown a gazillion different things, trying to do what you really feel is right at, at the time, mistakes get made and you're not careful and you don't listen to people who are telling you otherwise, this is what happens. And that's what happened. So there's Miss Powell. Okay. Well, Godspeed, Miss Powell. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully she'll start she'll start making appearances at Comic Con and stuff like that. <laughs> People show up in their their Sydney Powell cosplay costumes. I've got the first the first song stuck in my head. It's replaying over and over that 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 bass line. Um. Do we want to do now? Do we want to do Jordan now, or do we want to do the? Hamas. Well, let's. See. I want to hear about this because, like, as of, as of yesterday, the last thing I heard was that he kind of just said, "All right, fine." No, I'm leaving. He did a press conference this morning, and he stood there and said, "We need to get Israel the money they need, so we need to get me in there as speaker because we need to look at." That's this. what he said. Yeah, we need to help Israel. So I can't tell you whether or not I'm going to approve the bill yet, or we're going to vote on the bill. In a, in a way that would be satisfactory, but we need to see it, and we can't see it until we have a speaker. So let's quick, get the speaker. Quick, there's another. The, 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 what what other reason do we need to get this House speakership worked out than another damn foreign war? I have some of it here. He did a little speech. You want to hear? Yeah. Let's see if I can get it. Hold on. Damn. Ah, oh, that. It's disappointing. What a let, what a letdown. I think it was twice. What a lower right from the get-go. Here we go. These important issues. This country, in my judgment, made up of great people. And right now, those people, I think, are starting to doubt and wonder about their government and about where our nation is headed. They see an open border. They see crime in the streets. They know what it costs to put gas in their car. They know what it costs to put food on the table. They see a war in Israel, our strongest ally, Israel, and what's happening there, and the help that Israel needs. Strongest ally. And they see a yeah. government that's been weaponized against we, the people. Here, here we go. That's like saying, that's like say, if, if what I am supposed to believe on days like today, where they need us, they need us, they need, 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 need. That's like saying that my strongest ally is a, uh, is a, is a two-year-old, a toddler, somewhere and and they're, they're my strongest ally and of course if i don't fight for them what I, do like, they ever I, do for, what do they do stuff for us that we just are unaware of i mean he, he, and they waffle between or they they go back and forth like for example that uh, ben shapiro in the past i don't know how many times people like him have been you know they have boasted about how strong and independent israel is and at this point they 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 she certainly can take care of herself as a nation. Certainly can after all these years and after all, everything that's been gifted uh, to that nation and everything that they've created for themselves. As far as a military power, it's legitimate. And then, of course, when something like this breaks out uh, uh, predictably, then it's, oh, we need to we need to drive billions. Of bi $40 billion. A hundred million was sent to, to Palestine. <laughs> 
It should, shouldn't allies be able to stand on their own two feet because if you need them, they would be there for you. Right. I mean, what? that's what I'm saying. Listen, there's a, a war going on on Twitter about this, like people arguing with each other. We can't have isolationism. I don't want to hear this nonsense Stop, anymore. I, it's not isolation. It's see, not. See. It's not inter. Like we can be non inter. People don't know the difference between non-interventionalism and isolationism. Right. And they throw the two terms around as though they're the same thing. And they're not. They're not. Well, the thing is here. Uh, is on the surface for people on the surface that they can they can talk about uh, isolationism or non-interventionism and they can have that conversation the real thing is that if you dig below just a couple of inches underneath the surface you'll see that there is nothing separating all these nations in actuality no and there hasn't been and in a covert or overt way we are involved in everything in all the especially all the bad globalism Pretend it's not here if you want. It's here. It's here. You're absolutely right. If Israel is our strongest ally, do you know if this means that we went to war and we needed Israel and we needed all of our allies' help, this makes it seem like we would first, we would be in war with somebody. Israel says, we're your strongest ally. We're coming to your aid. Give us $40 billion. (laughs) Can you give us some money to help us fight for you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's like great great no no see az informer i will disagree with you to be real most non-interventionalists are isolationists that's not true that's not true at all that's completely false but what is that you know you see non-intervention and isolation isolation is basically closing yourself off completely from the world especially as a merchant yes as a as a trading partner that's isolationism that is stay at here here our wall is up stay out we're self-sufficient completely we don't need anything non-interventionalism is we don't need to send our military around to be the policemen of the world we don't need to be entangled in all of these military exercises and conflicts we're not going to get involved even politically in domestic uh, disputes not even militarily right we're we're not going to politically inject ourselves in domestic disputes in foreign lands that's what it's really about it's not about closing yourself off as a trading partner and a and a and a neighbor so that's that that that, that's just arm twisting from that's globalist arm twisting right there correct i i 100 agree do we want to listen to a little bit more of jordan here sure yeah and turned on the taxpayers who pay for it i think the american people are thirsty for change i think they are hungry for leadership And frankly, they know that the White House can't provide it. They know the Senate won't lead. And they are looking for House Republicans to step up and lead and make change on these important issues. For a few months. We got important work to do. Yeah. Important work to do. We need to help Israel. We need to get the appropriations process moving so that the key elements of our government are funded and funded in the right way, particularly our military. We need to get back to our committee work. And frankly, we need to continue the oversight work that I think is so darn important. Yeah, it's so darn important that nothing is happening with it. I come on, listen, listen. Never mind. I, I am going. I, I don't. There's the energy that's being spent on this is, for this. Yeah. Nobody, nobody. Very few people. If you go up to them at the supermarket and as they're checking out, and you say to them, "Hey, look, um, what's your opinion? We're going to send a hundred billion dollars over to uh, Ukraine and Israel in the next couple weeks. What do you think?" None of them are going to be like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Literally no one. They're, uh, yeah. Nobody. Yeah. 
All you need I to hate- know to know that, Frank, is if you go up to a lefty and ask them if they'll take in a few Palestinian refugees, what their answer will be. What will it be? Can you take them in I'm, for a couple of I rent. I rent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, or I'm just, uh, I don't have the room. I wish I could. <laughs> I would do it if I didn't have. I would do it if. So, yeah. And then the questions, I think there's a question, the second question. Hold on. Let me, short let me that see. verse. I'll Hold take on. your questions. You make you're making the you're making the case for why we need to get the house open so we can evaluate the package. We can't do that. Can't vote on that. Can't pass anything in that uh, until we get the house open. So I got to see the package, but we certainly need to help Israel again. How many times again? So I mean, it's a quick, 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 quick. Let's get with Israel quick. We have to help Israel. Biden plans hundreds. I mean, I don't care what country it is. I mean, swap that out with any other supposedly sovereign nation on the planet and ask me why I should care. I don't see anybody sending us any money. That's that's for damn sure. I mean, and, and here's the other thing. There's plenty. There's 340 million people in this country. We've got so many millionaires, so many billionaires. I'm sure many of them are uh, you know have opinions for or against this war on one side or the other you can generate billions of support if this is that important from people who already have it through voluntary donations now these these people jim jordan and all of his colleagues in in congress should go call up all their lobbyist friends that line their park pockets with one with incentives from all over the place we're talking about the biggest corporations in the world representing the most lucrative industries in the world who control hundreds of billions if not trillions of dollars we most companies the most these big lobbyist companies these days have greater income than the average gdp of of (laughs) most countries in the world and and the only way that they can help israel is if they can get congress back in order to rook people of money that they they desperately need that they're working for themselves I want to strangle every last one of them. Gigi, I want to str- Gigi is saying he has to say that doesn't mean he means it. Oh, okay. Then don't don't say it. Don't um, say it. Th- if he's playing a game, he's playing a game. Whatever. Uh, listen, clearly there's a problem in the house that we've been fighting now for weeks and weeks. Again, I'm just gonna say it again. There was no effing plan. You can hate me all you want. I don't care. There was no plan, and that's why we're in this position right now. If we get a Democrat speaker, which I don't think will happen, but if we do, we have ourselves to blame for it. And that's it. It's very easy. Very, very easy. Um, Hamas terrorists or Hamas sympathizers went into the House or into the Capitol the other day and refused to leave. I think that that is, they're supposed to all be stuck in jail now for thousand days in solitary but nobody got arrested i don't understand uh people are saying that the stream is down oh yeah look at that it is what happened i don't know where do you is it on your end with the obs no, no. 
But you and I are still talking, so yeah, it's not I know. Connect- it's not. It's not. It's rumble. It's rumble. I wonder, are we live on on Twitter? Um, I wasn't. I yeah, was we're live on Twitter. Okay. Okay. But you and I are still talking, so yeah, it's not I know. <laughs> See. Oh, the sound! Thank God that the microphone sounds good. It does. It sounds fantastic. God, I—I I mean, I—I I brought the old one to the studio, but I don't know anybody who's ever going to use it. Hundred twenty-two dollar paperweight. That's pretty sad. It is, but I, I just said to hell with it. I bought this one. I bought another one of these. Can't go wrong with Sure SM brands. No, you can't. This sucks though, Frank, because honestly, um. We can't stop the show right now because we have we have podcast recording, so we're just going to have to keep going. Rumble is still very wonky. I don't know if it's a Rumble issue, because obviously... It's definitely Rumble, otherwise the rest of my stream would be down everywhere. Yeah, and we, and we would have this Zoom call cut out, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out a way to share this in the Rumble chat. Podcast recording, so... We're just gonna have Come to keep on. going. Rumble is still very wonky. <laughs> that was you just a second ago, Frank. Wow, that, that's what I sound like. Yeah, that's what you sound like. At least I don't. Doesn't sound like I'm coming over the AM. The AM feed. It's very sad because we have a lot of people here. Or did anyway. Well, let's go. Well, yeah, well, people are still waiting. We just have to so, keep going. They're passing around the Twitter. Oh, there you are. It was Jim Jordan who did all this. Yeah. You know, it was right after I said I wanted to strangle all of Congress, actually. You're you're wrong. <laughs> you're 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 the problem. That's the problem. It's it's so you. I'm always the X factor here. Yeah. What the hell, man? That's disappointing. We've got like thirteen hundred people on on uh Getter. Hold on. Getter also. We are on Getter. Hold on. I'm telling you, you should get on. Uh, uh, whatever. We should get we, on we, what? We What's another this. platform we can stream from? Tell me, I will add it to the repertoire. I, 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 you should get. I should get you in touch with my friend Matt at Pill.net. Sure. And get get you on on Foxhole, on. and perhaps uh, you can even get that embedded on the Uncovered DC website. Get her. Yeah. Like I did with uh, Quite Frankly TV, so people can watch right there on on the home page. I would love that. Send it I'll, along. I'll get, I'll get you guys linked up because it would be it be because I I'm I'm in a mode right now where I am doubling and tripling down on pure independent um platforms. Good. And good. We need to. We need to. So what are you trying right now over there? As far I'm just as trying to I'm trying I, there's nothing I can do. It's not me. We're streaming live on Getter, we're streaming live on X. We're we're Rumble's the only platform that is down. Well, I don't see it down for... Hold on. I'm going to Rumble's homepage. I don't know if they changed my... Oh, wait a a second. This might be across the board. Yeah, this is across the board. I just went to Matt Coors, whoever he is, and people are like, you're down, brother. You're down, you're down. So this is across Rumble as a... The whole platform. This is on on the homepage, too. Oh, yeah. 
Every, nothing's loading on the That's front page of Rumble. That's freaking fantastic. We just love when our show is interrupted like that straight in the middle. Well, at least it's nothing personal. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank goodness, right? Well, there's nothing much that can change for me. I mean, you put the you put the encoder in and that's it. You go. Like, I'm, I'm not messing with, with, you know, settings or anything in the middle. But let's right. just, let's just, we'll keep going. Hopefully it comes back. Um, One of the biggest, like, changes in people that I've witnessed is Dr. Drew. Never expected Dr. Drew from MTV to become like a COVID vaccine truthist, truther. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent too. Yeah, but I've got him here on the Megyn Kelly show about the recent stuff that came out on on men who've gotten myocarditis after the vaccine. He's absolutely stunned at what he's seeing. We're not stunned because we know how all this works, but let's listen to him with Megyn Kelly. It's more common than we thought. People he's are like, well, it's mild. It's mild. What? He's self-limited. He's got a great what? Mike. Yeah, he does. That's the, that's Megan Kelly's mic. Yeah. But look, he, in my world throughout my entire life. career. Where does he live? No, she does. She does? I think she I think she has a PO box at the same place where I have a PO box. Oh, damn. Yeah, her and uh and um uh what's his name? Oh, oh well, I always I I see well, I've only seen Diana Ross a couple of times, but uh she's there. And then um, Ross. Uh, Hideki Matsui. No shit. Yep. Hideki Matsui. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I haven't run into any of them yet, but I've seen it's their so, names on packages. It's so funny. I go, oh, Diana Ross. Wow. Hideki Matsui. I light up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> Matsui. Please. All right. Here we go. 40-year career, myocarditis is a medical emergency. It's a dire problem. A publication just came out five days ago in circulation, a major cardiac cardiology journal. An excellent study, and it showed, it took my breath away. I didn't know why it wasn't headline news. It's a large study, and it showed that about approximately half of the young males that got myocarditis had permanent heart damage. Yep. Permanent. That means that a, we don't know what percentage are going to be disabled by this as they get older are going to develop heart failure or going to need cardiac transplants, some of them. Oh it's breathtaking, this study, and why it wasn't a big headline. I've sort of sent it around a little bit because I, I, I don't understand why people aren't reacting to it. So in a 27-year-old male, the illness is a nothing. So the risk is, so the vaccine is all risk. Right. Why the push? Why are we pushing? And I think put your legal head on for a second that universities are going to be in big trouble for having mandated young people to get that vaccine because I mean, people are going to get sick and they're going to have long-term consequences and they should sue those schools for having forced them to take the take a medical intervention so my point in all this i've been saying this frank we've been talking about this when hello aurora say hi say hi hi <laughs> <laughs> Here, say say hi now. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Little robot baby. Okay, Little so robot. yes, go ahead. We've been talking about what's going to happen to the insurance industry, right? Mm -hmm. They're covering all these claims for these young people that are supposed to be the ones that are paying for the elderly who need insurance. So I tweeted this out. Health insurance premiums soar in 2023 to an average of $24,000 for a family plan. Remember, I've been asking when the insurance industry is going to feel all the claims for the vax-injured young people who aren't supposed to need specialists and oncology and cardiologists and long hospital stays because it's they're, true. 
they're the ones who are supposed to support the elderly people who do need those services. The same elderly people we were told to, quote, protect by getting the very shot that caused it in the first place. It's it, it's it's a it's a really great point there, too, that the the, uh, the main driver of selling Obamacare or anything that is going to lead to socialized universal health care is the fact that getting older is something that you're going to become persona non grata. I mean, you had people like Ezekiel Emanuel saying, hey, uh, after 75, it's it's best for everybody to just die um, because you're you're nothing but a strain on the system. And then if you're young, you're going to be subsidizing the system. But now what they have uh, they've done because their plan has accelerated in such extreme ways in the last three to four years is that they have undercut the ability for young people to stay healthy and viable in the economy to keep the, the right. system afloat. It's a big mess. It's a it is big a huge mess. mess. The, the ramifications of with which outside of the health impacts of it, we are going to be feeling in greater and greater magnitude throughout the next five, six, seven years. And then there's the well, future sitting in front of you right now. Healthy, happy. Aurora, are you happy today? Yeah. What do you what, what do you want? What's the weather like outside? Um, rainy. It's rainy. Do you like when it rains? No. Why? Because I'm scared. You're scared of the rain? Why is it scared? Why is it? But that the rain gives all the plants a drink. I don't like it. How about we go out in the rain and lay in the grass? No. No. You gotta go outside go and get... dance. Yeah. Uh, Tracy says you should go outside and dance in the rain. Don't you like jumping in puddles? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go out and get some hot coffee? Yeah. Okay. You want to go check the mail at at UPS? Yeah. Okay. When we go to when we go to UPS, uh, Tracy, um, she gets behind the counter now and she helps customers. That's fantastic. Yep. My so. nephew, when he goes to get his hair cut, picks up the broom and sweeps up the barber stands, and then people tip him. Oh. I, I don't know. If, well, she's she's gotten. I don't think she's gotten tips yet, but she has gotten a couple of small wage. <laughs> <laughs> she's gotten a small wage, though. That's cute. <laughs> um, a couple things in the carnivore space before we get into the feel good end. One of the most commonly prescribed statins raises diabetes risk. Can you tell me if you're surprised? No. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. At all. It's it's so statins. We've been talking about this a bunch. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. Um, I had a, a really great story. We had Dr. Ken Berry on the podcast and a user from um, a follower who read the watched the interview, found out his five year old was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And he was like, what am I going to do? They're telling me I need to up carbs for her to regulate and blah, 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 blah. How can I do both of these things? I went to Dr. Berry, got some answers from him for him. They saw the doctor yesterday. He wanted me to tell everybody there are still good doctors out there. They agreed with him that he can keep her on a very low carb diet and that she can she can live a very full, healthy life with a healthy A1C and healthy blood sugar on a low carbs, no carb diet. So yeah, fantastic news there. And then there was a study that came out, Frank, that... Um, Going full carnivore you raises your diabetes risk or <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, uh, one of these days, um, I, I, you, I know you, you've had some 
you've done the uh the interviews the carnivore interviews too recently but you've got to bring jay on too you've got to bring jay yeah on. i would love to bring jay on i think we're back on rumble somebody's chatting in there about what we just said unless they're just using this chat as a facilitator <laughs> it, hold on maybe let me see are we back on rumble i don't think so no, no. i don't see anything anyway but yeah so walter willett is the guy behind the study the study says um, red meat increase in, in consumption of red meat is directly correlated with an increase in diabetes. It makes, he's a vegan, surprise, surprise. He wants you to eat all those inflammatory vegetables that ruin your insides. Right. <laughs> he, wants he, he wants you to eat your, your, your morning beans, <laughs> literally. Go ahead, have your morning, your that morning That sounds like a fun bean. morning. I know. <laughs> Eat your beans this morning, kids. <laughs> I no, wish my don't. morning started that way. Anyway, I know. <laughs> we all be so lucky. Just hit the just hit the letters, all the letters. There you go. She's okay. typing on the uh, the Microsoft Word. She's doing work. Um, it's important to start them young with the typing. Couple of fun things before we go to this beautiful Angie. Thank you so much to Angie. She sent me an absolutely hair, it, it brings chills here. It's a 15 year old girl who is, um, she is with Andre Rue. I think that's how you say his name, R-I-E. Ryu. Ryu, I was yeah. actually gonna to suggest to you an Andre Ryu uh, 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 thing to play. It, it, it's from like 10 years, I don't know when, when it was, maybe like eight or 10 years ago, but this girl has to be somewhere around seven or eight or something like that. Her name is Amira, and she she sings uh, "O Mio Bambino Caro," oh. and you 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 should you should take a oh man you should send it to, to that me too. send it to me. But I'm gonna play Emma from two two months ago. She's 15. She started a charity to raise money to help find um, a cure for a disease. I couldn't understand which one because my my translation wasn't very good. But it doesn't matter. We can listen to this song and and just it's just a great way to end the show on this Friday. She sent it to me. We're gonna hi. Aurora, Aurora knows Andre Rio very well. She this is what we waltz to. Oh, we dance around to many of his live performances uh, for the last year now. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So we're gonna play. We're gonna play it. But I, just a little recommendation from our friend um, Lauren, not your wife, Lauren. The other Lauren. It's a LinkedIn account. It's it's um the state of LinkedIn. It picks out all the crazy crap from LinkedIn and and puts it on Twitter. State of LinkedIn is the Twitter account. Go there. You'll laugh your butt off for a good few hours. But let's just listen to this. We're going to close it out with this. Everybody in the in the audience is going to absolutely love it. Thank you to Angie for bringing this bit of peace. Don't go anywhere, Frank. You need to hear the whole thing and hopefully we'll do the close. But off yeah. we go. Aurora's gonna hear. I did, and I just I sent you the other one if you want to take a look at it too. It's in the sh it's in the chat, right? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Écoutez-moi, moi la chanteuse à demi parler de moi à vos amours à vos amis parlez-le de cette fille au ciel noir. Et de son rêve faux Moi ce que je veux C'est à créer des histoires Qui arrivent jusqu'à vous C'est tout 
as you a, would think, yeah. As a vocalist, being in that, being in that, I would have loved. I would have given anything to be there for that performance. Well, you gotta, uh, you've got to check out his. Uh, I know that. I was looking at this with. <laughs> What just happened? Lauren, Lauren, remember the, <laughs> do you remember the, the interview clip where the woman crawls into the room trying to grab her kids that have wa- oh, yeah. walked, that was just Lauren crawling into your office to grab the door. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. She didn't have to do that. We're about to end. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even see it. Um, oh man. Whatchamacallit, uh, Andre Ryu, uh, I know that he was scheduled to be in, I think, maybe this year or early next. He has a date in Long Island. Does he really? Oh, I mean, I would love to see one of his shows in Europe actually go there. Uh, But he he does American tours, too. His you got to watch his full concerts, the people he brings in all ages, the 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 acts that they put on. It is it's sensational. And I'll tell you. Uh, they do amazing Christmas concerts, and when I re- when I hear things like that, the first thing I say to myself is, "Why would anybody want to endanger European European culture?" Which, of course, created American America. I mean, the, this the Western civilization. Why would you ever want to lose that and put that in danger? I mean, look, look who look, look what we've done. Look at what the hell we've done. It's just gorgeous. But this still exists, and we need to focus it on does. it. It does. I mean, it's... look, the, as a vocalist, the key chain, she led an entire string orchestra with her key change. Think about that. She did a key change that probably sounded really off for people, an acapella key change in the middle of a piece like this from a 15-year-old vocalist who, if she doesn't get it right, it it's over. That song is over if she does not get that key change properly. It's it's a stunning feat for, you have to, it's hard to explain. If you're a singer, you'll understand. To hear that key change in your head coming from what you came from, it's a remarkable talent. Many, many people wouldn't be able to do that. Even fantastic vocalists. What she did there with the way she captured that audience and her poise. Now, I'm just going to play a little bit more of this. I know we only have a minute. And I'll save yours. We'll play yours because we need to do more of this. Listen, watch this. Poise of this young girl. Watch this. I mean, that's a 15-year-old young girl with more more poise in in her little finger than most adults. Just, just stunning. Thank you, Angie, for sending that to me yesterday, and thank you, Frank, for uh, your additional commentary. I didn't know that you were a fan. Oh, a, a huge fan, huge fan. Um. That's that's how Aurora knows what a waltz is because of Andre Rio. Um, but I, I would just suggest you just tune into his channel and don't stop. There's there's years and years and years worth of stuff now. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, that's it for today's crazy wonky show, Frank. 
Um, just a reminder for people real quick before we end. Next week, there will be no Wednesday and Friday show. I'm traveling. So we're going to get the Monday episode in. And then you get the rest of the week off from Dark to Light. Um, but you have been listening to the Friday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with... Frankie Bell on the drums and... Beans! You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Usually we stream live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 with no interruptions on Rumble, Getter, and Twitter, or X. And uh, Frank, Monday through Friday, what do you got tonight, Frank? Uh, tonight, I'm just, you know, playing a little catch-up. Uh, there's a lot of, there's going to be some q and I'll, I'll open the lines. Last night was the biggie. Last night, we did uh, Occult Feminism with a really wonderful guest. That's so you should check that out. I'm going to actually about to tweet out all the all of the, the reruns links from last night. So cool. either way, thanks a lot. I can't wait for next week. All right. We'll see you uh, next week. Later. <laughs>